Did you know that another word for gentleness is meekness? And this word meek is greatly misunderstood in our world today. I guess we assume that since it rhymes with weak, then that's what it means. But that couldn't be further from the truth. So lean in today as we learn more about this fruit of the Spirit. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a part of the Love Worth Finding podcast network, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, if you had someone use the word meek or gentle to describe you, would you have to think, hey, is that really a compliment? The world would tell you no. To be described as meek or gentle means that you're quiet, you're weak, you're unable to stand up for yourself. But I want you to walk away from this podcast today 100% sure that it absolutely is a compliment to be called gentle or meek. And more than that, it's actually a huge strength for you to have more of this fruit of the Spirit in your life for motherhood. Adrian Rogers said this, If you think meekness is weakness, then you should try spending a week being meek. Well, what does he mean by that? The definition of meekness is strength under control. So gentleness and meekness definitely work alongside the last fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control. And we're going to cover this one next month in October. But if meekness means strength under control, then it doesn't equal weakness at all, like the world seems to indicate so many times. It's quite the opposite, actually. God's Word says that the meek will inherit the earth. That's Matthew 5, 5. So what is this verse saying? Well, first of all, we know that Jesus was meek and humble, as well as perfect, which we can't be that. But he was meek, and he was the example of this. And we want to be more like him. So let's study this a little bit more. We're all born, right, with different drives, personalities, talents, abilities, likes, dislikes. I don't really have to go into detail here because you're a mom. I mean, just look at your own kids and you're quickly going to see this, right? You don't have to teach your child to like science or like art. Don't have to teach one to make messes and teach the other one that they want to be clean. And if they get dirty, like they have to change their clothes multiple times a day, right? We all have the different, different personalities. They just kind of come out that way. And You and I are really no different as adults, as moms. I may be outgoing and you may be more introverted or I may cringe at the sight of blood and needles. And I do (laughs) while you're a nurse, not just for your kids, but maybe like professionally and you give shots all day long. Or maybe you're a singer and that's a way that you serve the Lord. While I'm much better off speaking, trust me, (laughs) you do not want me singing on this podcast or you're going to either turn it off really fast or you're going to use it as a laughing point in your home. But the point being, God has wired us all really differently. And I don't think that any mom in the world, Christian or non-Christian, would argue with me about that. But where the difference lies is this. You can either choose to live by the flesh or you can choose to live by the Spirit. The world will tell you, live your truth. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. And don't apologize for it. But to put it bluntly, if I always did what made me happy, I wouldn't be a very good mom, wife, or friend to anybody, right? 
Because the world says to love and accept everyone, but then it comes back and says, but do what makes you happy and look out for number one. Well, that just contradicts itself, right? Because to truly love our kids or to love others, we have to sacrifice. We must be gentle. We must be meek, realizing that it's not always the wise thing to have the last word. It's not always the wise thing to do what makes us happy. Meekness and gentleness, they leave room for wisdom to speak into our lives. That's why it's so important. And suddenly this phrase, quiet strength, that sometimes people use to describe others is making sense to me now what that means. That is why Matthew 5, 5 says that the meek will inherit the earth. It really has nothing to do with worldly possessions that you're inheriting, but it's more everything to do with wisdom and obedience because the wise understand if we're left to ourselves, to our own decision-making, without Jesus involved, we're headed for destruction. So you and I must learn to look to the Lord for help, for guidance, for perspective in motherhood, but really in every area of our life, right? Surrendering our quote-unquote right that the world tells us that we have to our own truth, to our own happiness, and come under what God says is absolute and true. And this is hard to live out, and it's hard to teach our kids, too, because the devil is working overtime to make everything in this world go against God and the idea of one absolute truth that is the Bible. I have thought about this a lot, and I think... If the devil can get us as Christian moms, if he can get us confused or lacking on these last two fruits of the spirit, gentleness and self-control, he is going to be the most effective. And here's why. Because when you hear the words love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all the ones we've been going through over the past couple months, even to a non-Christian, those words, even if they don't know what they mean biblically, they all sound good, right? It sounds good to be loving or patient or peaceful, right? And so those are harder to confuse or twist for evil, if you will, from the devil. None of these things seem like they're bad things, right? But if the devil can get us confused or trick us into thinking that meekness, that gentleness is negative because it means that we can't stand up for ourselves or that we have to be quiet, or if he can confuse us that self-control means that we can't do whatever we want, then those are really the ways that he will trick us into our downfall of sin and really being ineffective as Christians and as moms trying to teach our children about the Lord. So remember, what the world sees as success and happiness ultimately is rooted in sin, which means it's always going to be changing. It's never one constant truth and it's lacking wisdom. But a life in Jesus and living by the Spirit, which includes learning how to be more gentle and meek, will ultimately lead us to living our best life, which is really just a popular phrase because it's really not our life on our own at all. It's a life for Jesus. So let's look at a mom who did this really well in the Bible. Somebody I kept thinking about when I was studying this, Mary, okay, the mother of Jesus. I know there's a couple of Marys in the Bible, but we're going to be talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And you're likely familiar with her. And I don't think that you would ever use the word weak to describe this woman, right? Um, let's look at her story, even through kind of a modern day perspective. So we have this young woman who's engaged with her whole life ahead of her. 
as people often say, when you're young, like pre-kids, right? You have your whole life ahead of you. And she is told that she is going to have a baby and not just any baby, but Jesus the king. And I'm sure she had a lot of questions and she did not understand how this was possible, but she replied still to the angel Gabriel in Matthew 1:38 saying, "I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me according to your word." As I thought about her response, I could not get over the gentleness and the meekness that Mary displayed here because long before Jesus was ever even born, she's just now finding out that she's pregnant. She was already living this out to teach and prepare him for how he was going to live on this earth. And even though he's Jesus, right, she's still his mom and she's still going to help shape him as he grows. But What if modern-day Mary had said this? Well, what about women's rights, Gabriel? I don't think I want to be pregnant. What are people going to think? I don't have to do this just because you say so. I don't think this will make me happy. It interrupts my plans. You know, what if she would have looked into getting an abortion because it didn't make sense and she didn't understand? I mean, what if she had done that? That's a horrifying thought to think about. But praise God that she did not do that, right? No, Mary was walking in the Spirit. Mary exemplified what it meant to be gentle and meek in spirit, to hold her tongue with control even when she had questions, right? To have that quiet strength, a strength that would really ultimately fight to bring our Savior Jesus into this world and a quiet strength that would also have to watch him die on a cross for sins that he didn't even commit. And so when I think about that, when I think about Mary and how she was a mom that chose to live filled with the fruits of the Spirit. And it's just an incredible example of gentleness and meekness and a quiet strength for you and me to look up to. So when it talks about this in the Bible um, later on, as she's had Jesus and she's holding him and she has the shepherds all around her, I'm sure it's this special moment. Think about when you had your newborn and you're holding your child in the hospital and she probably had all the fills. It talks about in the Bible how she was pondering and and cherishing these moments in her heart. And you have to think she probably thought too, wow, I'm so glad that I said yes to God's plans for my life over my own and that I kept my mouth closed even when I didn't understand, right? And I'm sure that was hard, but how worth it it really was that she was holding Not only this sweet baby, but it was the king, Jesus, that she was holding. And she knew that because that's how God works. His ways are always higher than our ways, right? So when you and I show meekness, remember, it's not weakness at all. It is the wisdom in knowing that following Jesus is harder sometimes than doing whatever you and I want to do. But it's always worth it. And I think that Mary knew that. And that's why I used her as an example today. And you and I as moms, we are called not only to be gentle and meek ourselves, but we're also called to live it out and teach this to our kids. Something that I think Mary began before Jesus was ever born, like I shared before, because we don't have to teach our kids to know what they want 
right? All capital letters on that. They have no trouble learning the word mine, you know, as toddlers. That's mine. No. And it only gets harder, right? The more words that they learn, the older that they get, the more verbal that they become, they have no trouble telling us what they want (laughs) because the world's telling them, just like us, you can have or do whatever makes you happy. But this will ultimately lead to their destruction too, because if left to ourselves, none of us, including our kids, are going to choose what's best for them. We must teach our children how to be gentle and meek, to think before speaking, to pray before acting, to make good decisions based on wisdom and knowing right from wrong based on the absolute truth, the only truth, which is God's word. And this doesn't just happen, right, from taking them to church on Sunday morning or Wednesday night. This is going to take some work, (laughs) okay? And so um, I really believe, moms, if you hear nothing else, this starts with us teaching our children to be gentle and meek, teaching them to make wise decisions. You know, this can be something as simple as when they're little. Just in the way that you're present and you care for them and you can teach them gentleness just by your presence, right? Before they're really able to speak with you. And then when they're older, you know, you may verbally respond to the wrong things that they do, to the bad decisions that they make. And our tendency is to go to anger, right? But respond in gentleness and meekness, knowing when it's time to listen and when it's time to speak. And you can be both gentle and quick to discipline. Don't let them take advantage of you, right? At the same time, that just takes wisdom. And that's something that you and I can't do on our own without staying rooted in the Word of God to constantly sharpen and humble us. This is how we make these gentle and meek decisions. I'm not perfect at this. I've actually been struggling with this this very week um, with my youngest. Um, He is really testing me, and I am having to be quick to listen and slow to speak, but then sometimes very clear when I speak, right? You know what I'm talking about. But try not to get angry, but to use wisdom and gentleness in my correction, because he's definitely needed some correction this week. I'm not letting him get by with it. Don't, Don't hear that. But sometimes we have to do this. Sometimes we have got to pray through, okay, I'm going to respond in gentleness, or maybe it's a conversation with your husband or a friend, lots of areas in our life. This has got to be an area that we stay sharp on, and that's only by staying in the Word of God. And another area to work on here is the world will tell you to do what makes you happy, right? So a lot of times as moms, we just need some me time to make us happy, we think. And when we don't get it, you and I are struggling and we are not able, we think, to have that gentleness and meekness and quiet spirit. But we can. We are just works in progress, right? We're not perfect. But the overall goal in mind here needs to be less of me, more of Jesus. And that is true gentleness. That is true meekness. And that is what you and I both have to strive towards to be better moms. So... That's my challenge for you, and it's also a challenge for me today, too. But that's all I have for today. The definition that I got for meekness today and several of the other references that I made came from a devotional called Walking in the Spirit, and that is a great Bible study from my hosting ministry, Love Worth Finding. I've mentioned this before on other podcast devotionals on our Fruit of the Spirit series, but it's just a really practical way to have a daily quiet time and 
a really good resource for you to have. So if you'd like to pick up a copy of that, it's in the show notes. There's also a link for a free sample of that as well if you want to check that out. But thanks so much for listening. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at faithful31moms. If you've been blessed by this love or finding ministry and you would like to give, there will be a link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And remember, keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.